China has a near monopoly on processing rare earths. In fact, it processes about 90% of the world supply. Rare earths extracted at Mountain Pass, a mine in California, actually goes to China for processing. Hi, I'm Gracelyn Baskerin, Research Director and Senior Fellow for the Energy Security and Climate Change Program. And I'm here to talk about my recent commentary, Resource Nationalism is Not the United States' Biggest Minerals Problem. Positively viewing resource nationalism sounds counterintuitive in many ways. However, this is an opportunity to reduce the dominant share of critical minerals processing done in China. China has a near monopoly on processing rare earths. In fact, it processes about 90% of the world's supply. Rare earths extracted at Mountain Pass, a mine in California, actually goes to China for processing. Thus, having a better dispersion of processing capacity should be a key priority to ensure that one country doesn't have that dominant monopoly. Of course, this requires significant U.S. investment, but it fits within larger national and energy security, and that's more timely than ever before. This investment in processing is a way to counter resource nationalism as countries roll out bans on raw minerals. There has been a significant increase in these export bans. We've seen it from Indonesia. Malaysia is currently developing one. Ghana, Namibia, and Zimbabwe has had a longer standing one. So if the U.S. is ready to strengthen its critical mineral security, it has to build value chains within these countries or risk losing access to them altogether. That U.S. investment in value chain development is critical. At present, you know, a country like the DRC exports $4.4 billion of cobalt, but it all goes to China for processing. If we build those in-country processing facilities, it enables the DRC to send their processed minerals to other countries, which actually reduces the stress that comes with the supply chain disruption if China were to impose export restrictions. We know that between 2011 and 2021, there was a ninefold increase in export restrictions for critical minerals. And since then, we've seen bans on an additional couple minerals. Strengthening security of supply chains is arguably the biggest strategic priority of the United States to reduce the possibility of disruption from China. We know that China is willing to leverage export bans. In 2010, China cut off rare earth exports to Japan over a fishing trawler dispute. If China were to cut off something like rare earth exports, which it has about 90% of processing capacity, it would undermine both national and energy security and national security most profoundly because it is in our missile guidance systems, lasers, defense information technology systems. So that is very much a bipartisan priority at present. Partnering with these producer countries is really a first step to an equal engagement, which a lot of these countries are aiming for. The U.S. has an important role in investment, commercial diplomacy in particular, to bring private investment into these economies, but also incentives. For example, bringing these countries in to benefit from the Inflation Reduction Act, as by like 2027, 80% of minerals in electric vehicle batteries will need to be sourced from partner countries, but also de-risking. You know, the Development Finance Corporation plays a critical role in de-risking investments in these countries, and they are historically viewed as much riskier environments due to their legal and regulatory frameworks. To read the full commentary, Resource Nationalism is Not the United States' Biggest Minerals Problem, please visit CSIS.org.